Yes, you read that right. The final episode for now. It feels crazy to say that out loud, and the for now part refers to the fact that I'm just not quite ready to admit that maybe it's time I move on to something else. For over a year, this show has been one of the greatest honors and greatest pleasures of my life. And even further back, for roughly three years, I've been acting as a food journalist, food storyteller, whatever you want to call it, in the Twin Cities food scene here in Minnesota. And it's been one hell of a journey. I don't regret a single second of it. It's provided so much color and texture to my life. It's introduced me to all these incredible people. It's deepened my sense of culture. It's deepened my empathy in my heart. But I have to be real with myself. I just don't know where it's going. I don't know how it relates to my career goals anymore. Let's... Let's start from the beginning. Shortly after I graduated college, I got a job at my alma mater in the research center. I was a communication specialist. I was super blessed to have gotten that job, but I just didn't love it. I felt kind of out of place, and I felt a yearning to do something else, mainly a yearning to do something with audio production and media. At that point, I had a few radio stints at the local radio station, which was also a church. And I loved that. I loved that work. And I wanted to find more ways to explore that. So soon enough, I left my job at the university and I moved to the Twin Cities. My plan was to figure out a media career and support myself with freelance work. I was familiar at that time with the Twin Cities food scene. In fact, going to school at UW-Stout, which is in Menominee, which is an hour away from the Twin Cities. As a student, I actually started to go to the Twin Cities quite a bit to check out the food scene, and I totally fell in love. So by the time I left that job at the university and I moved to the Twin Cities, I was primed to do something in the food scene. So when I went to 88.5 FM, a jazz station in Minneapolis... I asked, hey, can I do something here? Can I help out? And they said, sure, what do you want to do? And I said, what do you need? And well, they said we could use a food guy. And that's where it all started. 
I became the food guy at Jazz 88 thanks to Travis Ryder and Emily Reese. They kind of gave me this random young guy a chance. And so I started my own little radio segment about the food scene. It started with news and reviews, and then it eventually evolved into interviews. And there I really fell in love with the art of interviewing, the art of the one-on-one interaction. Granted, I didn't have much time to really get deep into these interactions like I wanted to, I was given three seven-minute segments to really get to the bottom of a chef or a baker or a bartender or a restaurateur and really understand their motivations and who they are. And I loved it. It was early in the day, but every Friday, this is what I did. And I called it Foodie Fridays, for lack of a better term. It started to get a little bit more traction. I started to get paid for it because advertisers saw it as a unique slot to advertise. It was starting to look and feel like a career. It was starting to make more sense, but I was still dead broke. My freelancing on the side was just not working out. And it was a struggle, but I was having fun. But underneath all of this, I never really knew where I was going. So when the pandemic hit and my world was shaken up, just like everyone else's world, I was once again put in a spot where I had to figure out what I wanted to do, where I was going. The radio show kind of fell apart when the pandemic hit. And so then I decided to start a podcast. At this point, I had made friendships with a lot of people in the Twin Cities food scene. And when the pandemic hit, I couldn't help but realize the opportunity. Here is a whole population of people that are facing an existentially threatening event for their industry. And we need to help them. We need to pay attention to them. We can't forget them. In my mind, I knew that everyone was going to be struggling, but these people more than most. So I started the podcast as a way to provide a platform to my friends who were struggling and a way to, I don't know, crowdsource ways to help. I, I was confused. So the podcast was just a fear response, I suppose. But it was also driven by some logic. I saw it as an opportunity to start a podcast, which was something I had wanted to do for many years. So that's how the podcast started. It came from that. And so I would huddle away in my closet and interview chefs and restaurateurs and bakers and whoever 
from Zoom or Skype or what have you, and it was messy, but it worked out. And I was lucky enough to have really important big names like Gavin Kaysen and Ann Kim to come on the first few episodes. I kind of gave it some credibility, I suppose. And I just kept going with it. My financial situation had gotten worse. Freelancing was just falling apart. And to be completely transparent with you, I was eligible for unemployment. So that was one of the only things that really kept me afloat. Freelancing, I was barely making any money and I had lost some opportunities from that, including you know, the radio program, which was giving me money. And the podcast wasn't making me any money, so I I was lost, I was confused, but at least I had this thing. At least I had a place to go to during a time of such fear and confusion. At least I had something to work on and focus on. I had a goal. I was going to tell stories. I was going to tell stories of people who needed their stories told at a time where they needed it most at a time where they were getting ignored because no one gave a shit about eating out at restaurants anymore we were all just staying home we barely wanted to go to the grocery store so I kept going with the podcast spring became summer and during that time people started to get more comfortable with doing in-person interviews so I would meet people at a park I would meet people at some random outside location and we would talk. And summer turned into fall, fall turned into winter. And I was starting to get scared and confused and I began to think, how long can I keep this going? Why am I doing this? Am I doing this to make money? Am I doing this because this is my career aspiration? I was able to stay consistent and I worked my ass off on this thing over 50 episodes did my best to produce the best content possible I was just putting so much work into it and I just never quite understood why I was doing it or where it was going do I want a career in food do I want to be a food journalist do I want to be a food influencer I don't know I'm not sure that I do so then why am I doing it I spent so much time on it and again my ambition to walk away with some kind of physical reward I it's just not like that the show was started as a way to help the people I cared about it was very much a COVID show and now that we're on the tail end of COVID Not that it's not a problem, but mask mandates are ending. A lot of people are vaccinated. Where does this show fit in the narrative, in the food narrative? Does it have an existential basis anymore? I don't know. These are the questions I ask myself, and these are the questions that I have trouble answering. 
and I think it's time that I just make a move and make a decision. And it doesn't have to be a final decision, but I have to make a decision. And the reality is, this thing is so much work, and it's exhausting. And I think it's time that I take a hiatus, that I take a break. So here we are, once again, at the beginning. I recently got promoted to a full-time position at a job in an industry that I really care about. I'm finally making decent money again, and I feel like I'm in a place to step back and really just look at my life and look at my career and understand where it might be heading. I'm starting to realize that I my, I have other interests in other places. If you recall the last episode with Marco Zapia, it was hardly even about food. You could tell that I didn't even want to talk about food. I wanted to talk about the stuff I was reading, and a lot of that stuff these days is really spiritual content, especially from the East. And... I'm gravitating towards that kind of stuff now. And I'm just not seeing how... I'm just not seeing how it aligns with this program anymore. So, look, if you detect indecision in my tone, it's because it's there. I don't know if this is a hiatus. I don't know if this is the ending... All I know is that I need to take a step back. I need to reassess. I need to take inventory of my skills, of my aspirations. I need to refresh who I am or something. I Look, this won't be the last you hear from me. I'll be back in some way or another. But for now, I just need to take a step back and focus on other things, other projects. But just know, I am so grateful to you, listener, for being with me on this journey. Whether it was one episode or somehow every episode, From the bottom of my heart, I thank you so much. This has been an absolute thrill of a journey. And it has truly given my soul wings. And I feel like I can fly to new things now because of this. And whether this is truly the end or whether this is a break, 
I just want you to know that I love you and I care about you and whoever you are, I wish you the best. Thank you.